The Merry Beggars presents... All aboard! On the Night Train. Episode 13, Betrayed. We heard you. Come out, whoever you are. Don't make a sound. But, but Paul, it's Dad. Don't answer Edith. We have to keep hiding if we want to protect him. Come out, immediately. Wherever you are hiding, come out. Stop sneezing, Edith. I can't help it. The feathers are tickling my nose. I don't know who you are or how you got on board this train, but come out. I can hear you. <laughs> oh, I heard you. Whoever you are, get out of the pillow cart now. I won't have any stowaways on my- I'm here. I'm here, Daddy. Oh, Edith, we're supposed to be hiding. Edith. It's me, Daddy. I'm here. How did you get in here? Is Paul here? Are you all right? I'm right here, Dad. There you are. Where did you come from? I thought you were back in Chicago. Louise. L- Louise, your your mother was searching for you high and low. How did you get on the night train? We lost you in the crowd when you went to give Sam his watch back. You never came back to us. Why did you get on the train? What were you thinking? We're very sorry, Daddy. We didn't mean to be stowaways. We got on the train accidentally and... we fell asleep in the pillow car waiting for George Pullman to go away! Your mother must be losing her mind with fear over you two. It's been three whole days since we left Chicago. She's been searching for three days! Mama is on the train too, Daddy! Your mother is here too? I said goodbye to her in the Chicago station. Mama's in the lounge car right now. She hopped on the mail train and came to find us and investigate the sabotage. Mama's a detective now, Dad. Sabotage? What are you talking about, sabotage? Okay, start from the beginning, you two, and tell me everything. Here, you can sit down right here. Back in Chicago, we went to give Sam back his watch, but George Pullman was coming our way on the platform. So we hopped into the pillow cart, because if he saw us, he would get mad at us and fire you. We thought he was just passing by, but George Pullman sat down in front of the cart, so we couldn't get out and give Sam back his watch without Mr. Pullman seeing us. We didn't want Pullman to see us because he said there would be terrible consequences if we were ever seen near the train. And we didn't want you to get in trouble, Dad. But then we fell asleep, and the pedal car was pushed onto the train just before it left the station, and we were stowaways by accident. We were going to get off in Omaha to go home to Chicago and Mama. Harold bought us tickets and everything. Harold Milton knows you're here? Yep, he discovered us first. He's our big brother. And he didn't let me know? He couldn't. Because then it would be clear we were your children, and the passengers would find out, and then Mr. Pullman would find out, and you'd lose your job. We had the tickets and everything to go home to Chicago, but we couldn't because Mama got on the night train in Omaha in disguise. Your mother is here in disguise? We're all in disguise to protect you so we can solve the mystery and stop the sabotages. We're a team of detectives now! Wait a minute, wait a minute. Your mother is on this train in disguise, and you two have been on board for two whole days, and you're stopping the train from being sabotaged? 
We heard the explosion that caused the avalanche, and then we found out that the bridge had been cut down on purpose. We found tools and a telegram on the hill near the bridge. And we found a carpet bag with a telegram here in the luggage card that said, whatever it takes, stop them before the end of the rails. Which has to come from the sabotage person. So someone on board is trying to stop the train. Slow down, slow down. So the telegram and tools that Harold shared with me, those were from you? Yep. That was us. Pretty good detecting, right? Have you mentioned this to the passengers? No, Daddy, because it may be one of them that's causing the sabotage. We can't tell them. Will, is that you? Louise! Oh, I'm so glad! You found us! So you're the passenger who took Mrs. Heinz's place in Omaha. The Miss Diamond Sam mentioned it's all becoming clearer now. Yes, love. That's me. Do you like Miss Diamond? (laughs) I prefer Louise. Oh, my Louise. What? Why didn't you come to me? Why didn't Harold tell me that Edith and Paul were on the train? We were trying to protect you. I think I'm beginning to understand. And I'm glad you're here. I'd rather face the consequences together than be apart. But, Louise, how did you get on the night train? I left you in Chicago four nights ago. I spent hours searching for Edith and Paul. I went to your parents' house, but they weren't home. I even went to our church and walked all the streets between the depot and our house. I am so sorry, Louise. I went back to the depot later that night. Burton told me that the boiler had been sabotaged, and that Mr. Pullman wouldn't let any investigation proceed, and that there were two young stowaways in the pillow cart, so I managed to get on the mail train so I could meet the night train in Omaha. You've never traveled by yourself before. And you've never run a train through an avalanche before. This adventure is full of firsts for all of us. And, Will, there is someone on board who wants to see the night train destroyed. They want to wreck the night train and let Wagner's Midnight Express win. I'm sure of it. And we know it's one of the passengers. We have to solve this mystery. Otherwise, Rudy and Dopey Dad will blame you and you'll never get to work on the railroad again. We've been in disguise, Dad. So no one knows we're Mallards. We're the Stoutward kids and Harold and Rosie have been taking care of us. So that's what Kate Smith was talking about. She came to me and said that the Stoutward children tried to break into her sleeper compartment. So I went to find the Stoutwards, and lo and behold, I found Edith and Paul. Is Kate Smith mad at us, Daddy? No, she was more concerned that you weren't being watched or properly entertained. But she has every right to be angry. What were you doing in her room? Detecting. We were trying to solve the mystery to help you, Dad. But now we don't have to do it without you. We're the Mellards all together again. We missed you so much, Daddy. I've missed you too. All three of you. I've been praying for you every hour. Praying you were safe and sound and that we would be together soon. And I'm glad you're here, Louise. I need you by my side. I didn't have too much of a choice, Will. I had to find Edith and Paul. Are we still stowaways now that you've found us, Dad? Of course we're still stowaways, Paul. If George Pullman hears that all the Mallards are on the night train, Daddy will definitely lose his job and we'll all be sent home. So we're still the Satwards, and Mom is Miss Diamond, and Dad is the only Mallard on board. Just until we reach Sacramento, Paul. We have 600 more miles to go until the end of the rails. Two days. I'm sure we can make it until then. Just until Sacramento. That's the Ogden Station. I should go. Will we see you again, Dad? Can we keep having secret meetings in the luggage car? We'll have to see, Paul. No one can know that any other Mallard family members are on board the train. But yes... We'll figure out a way. I have to go. We'll be at the Ogden station in a matter of minutes. There is only one set of tracks from Ogden to Sacramento, 
so we'll know who's going to win the race when we get there. I have to go back to work now. I, I'll try to see you again tonight after the passengers have gone to sleep. Do your work. We'll be here. We got your back, Dad. I love you. I love you all. So much. So, so much. I'll see you later. Come on, Mom. Come on, Edith. We can look outside at the station from the back platform here at the end of the luggage car. A wonderful idea, Paul. Wow. This is Ogden. Did we beat the Midnight Express, or did they already go on to Sacramento? I don't know, Paul. We'll have to find out. It's been a close race. Oh, dear. It's chilly outside. Let's not spend too long on the platform. I don't want you to catch a cold. Have you ever been to Utah before, Mama? No. Never, sweetie. This is all new to me as it is to you. Hey, Barker! Here, Barker! Yes, sir. Uh, Barker, has the Midnight Express been through the station yet? No, sir. You came in first. Thank you! Thank you, Barker! We beat Wagner's Midnight Express to Ogden! We're in the lead! We're going to win the race! Snake's alive, Mama! Did you hear that? We made it to Ogden first! Shh! Paul, listen! Ogden welcomes the Pullman night train resurrected from the dead on the fourth day of travel. To the amazement of all the night train, beat the Midnight Express into Ogden. Get your fresh shot newspapers, night train beats the Midnight Express. And it's just one set of rails all the way to Sacramento. So the Midnight Express can't beat us now. They'll have to stay behind us the whole way. We may have won the race to Ogden, but that doesn't mean all our troubles are necessarily over. But the newspaper man said he... Uh, We're safe for now, but there are still many miles to this race. 600, your father said, didn't he? Do you think the Wagner Company will stop trying to sabotage us now? We'll be ahead of the Midnight Express on a single set of tracks all the way to Sacramento. They'll be desperate to prevent us from having a triumphant arrival in Sacramento. Oh, he'll really try to wreck the night train now, won't he? Unfortunately, I think that's a real possibility, Paul. Oh no, that's terrible. So we have to keep our eyes open and stay vigilant, okay? Welcome to Ogden, Utah, and congratulations to each of you on this historic arrival. The night train has officially arrived in Ogden first, ensuring our victory in Sacramento. Once we leave the Ogden station, there will only be one set of tracks forcing the Midnight Express train to stay behind us as we head straight for Sacramento, California. I would never have believed it if I hadn't seen it with my own eyes. We are all primary sources on our most spectacular event in history. The success of the night train is guaranteed. Attention, everyone. This will be a brief stop for maintenance, coal and food. We need to keep our distance from the Midnight Express so it can't come up behind us. So don't wander far. Georgie, can you believe we've won? We've beaten that Weasley Wagner to Ogden! Yes, dear, it's quite wonderful. The night train is a certain winner now, with only one set of tracks between night here and Sacramento. Night train secures final lead in the transcontinental race against Wagner's Midnight Express. Midnight Express loses the race here in Ogden, where the two westward tracks become one. Wagner's train will arrive in Ogden today, but too late to beat the night train. But then, but then the Midnight Express is not too far behind us. But surely they can't beat us now. We're sure to have won. There will be no tourism events. 
We will depart the station in 15 minutes at 9.37 a.m. 9.37 a.m. Got it. I'll keep an eye on my watch. I see you're working hard to learn to be a good conductor. I'm going to be the best conductor ever when I grow up. Sam is teaching me a lot. But I'm also thinking about being a porter. We'll see which one I choose. <laughs> Why such a short stop? Fifteen minutes? This is ridiculous. I was told there would be tours, museums. You can come back and see this place anytime you like, Professor. The sooner we get the night train to Sacramento, the better. We have a race to finish, Dopey Dad. The Midnight Express is right behind us. In fact, it will most likely be pulling in here shortly. But surely they can't pass us now. Yes, but we have one more stop between here and Sacramento in Elko. We'll have to pull off on the side rail to refuel, load supplies, uh, and then start again. If the Midnight Express stays close behind us, they, they, they could skip the train depot and take the lead and beat us. So, we have to keep our lead and lengthen it as much as possible, but with... Will Mallard's way of running this train, I fancy the distance between Wagner and Pullman will grow smaller every hour. We can only hope that we don't end up crawling our way into Sacramento when, in fact, we need to leave Wagner in the dust. <laughs> what would the press say if Wagner came right behind us? Yes, but surely they won't catch up with us. <laughs> with the luck the night train has been having... You bet they could catch up with us. So long as we keep chugging towards Sacramento, we'll win the race. But now it's a matter of upholding the Pullman promise and guarding our pristine image in the press. It's a race for our reputation. We'd better win that race. I want to title my book Success in Sacramento. Hurrah! The night train deserves it. After all the miserable accidents we've faced, we do deserve to win. It's a race to Sacramento, everyone. Until it's over, anything could happen. Though the night train has managed to beat the Midnight Express to the junction at Ogden, this victory comes at a high price. They have canceled all tourism events for Ogden, as they did in Omaha. How will George Pullman control this massive false advertising scandal? Read the latest edition false now. False advertising? How dare you accuse me of such a thing? Easy there, buddy. I'm just calling it like I see it. Up to, you're blind as a bat, then. It's not just me saying it, mister. Chicago Times called it the biggest marketing flop of the century. Wagner's Midnight Express continues without delays or accidents and has remained safe. Mr. Pullman will be furious when he hears about this. Porter! Here, I need you. Yes, Mr. Ackerman? I need the newspapers from yesterday and today. Which ones, Mr. Ackerman? All of them! Every paper printed along the line, the morning, the evening, the special editions, all of them! I can get you those, sir. And be snappy about it, please. I... If we win the race, but our reputation is destroyed, we're ruined. Yes, sir. What should we do now? We still need to find which passenger is causing the sabotage. You're right, Paul. I'm just not quite sure where to begin. Maybe a good place to start would be to find who owns the carpet bag. The most shocking news of all, however, is still to come. An inside source on the night train reports that there have been attempts at sabotage. Oh, no! How on earth does a newspaper man know about the sabotage? We only just got to Ogden. 
Who told him? Get your copy right here, right here, everyone. Exclusive story, read all about it. Rumor has it that the accidents have been deliberately caused by a saboteur. Now Rudy Ackerman is really gonna explode. This is bad. We could have dealt with false advertising accusations, but sabotage rumors will ruin the Pullman promise, and your father will pay for it. Someone must really want to destroy Pullman. We have to solve this mystery before it's too late. Stop that nonsense, Barker. Do you have any professional pride? Any at all? I told you he'd be angry. Do you even have the dregs of what was once a credible ethos that I can resuscitate by the fire of righteous wrath and self-respect? Easy there, mister. I'm just reporting the news. You're framing it! Framing the news! That's the historian's job, not the reporter's. You're supposed to report facts, not incense the masses. The historian is the one who frames the narrative. He's a storyteller, after all. You're just the reporter. Know your place. Rudy Ackerman has quite the temper. Let's go back inside. Wow, I've never heard so many grown-ups yell at each other before this trip. Oh, Paul, I'm sorry. Why are you saying sorry? You didn't yell at anyone, Mama. And Dopey Dad sure deserved it when Dad yelled at him. I know what to do. As detectives, I mean. Yes? I think Paul is right. We need to find out who owns the carpet bag in the luggage car. The ugly beige one that had the telegram in it that said, Whatever it takes, stop them before the end of the rails. Whoever owns that bag has to be the one sabotaging the train. I've been thinking the same thing, Edie. And we have to find out who likes Mr. Wagner. That telegram makes clear that the person who sabotaged us likes Wagner. Whoever it is, they want him to win the race. So if we can find someone who likes Mr. Wagner, we'll know who's trying to wreck us. All aboard! All aboard the Pullman night train bound for Sacramento, California. Next stop, Elko, Nevada. All aboard! I better go join the other passengers in the lounge car before someone starts looking for me. I'll come and find you tonight, and we can put our heads together and see what we can do next to uncover who's trying to sabotage this train. Go ahead, Mama. We'll solve this mystery and help Daddy, all together. Yeah, we'll figure this out. Thank you for your cheerfulness. And ask Harold if you have any questions, or if you need me for any reason at all. Yes, yes Mama. Mama. We'll come up to the lounge car so we'll see you. But we won't talk or come near so Maddie doesn't get suspicious. Good thinking. Thank you. I love you both. Love you too. I'll see you later. Bye, Mama. Last call for the Pullman night train. All aboard! Let's give Mama a few minutes to get ahead, and then we can go to the lounge car. Sounds great. It's time to investigate. We've got a criminal to catch. to be rumbling along again. Westward ho! Nevada, here we come. Ooh, I love a good train journey. I think I'll curl up in the corner here and read my book. Make yourself at home, Miss Diamond. The night train is cozy as a mitten. (laughs) It is delightful, Mrs. Crocker. Cramped as a mitten, too. I was counting on that tourist stop in Ogden for a chance to stretch out. It's a wonder we made it to Utah, what with the way Mr. Mallard has been running this train. It's an abysmal failure. Oh, don't you think that's a bit harsh, Professor? Cramped as a mitten, too. 
Hold the door, Paul. This way, Edith. Let's sit across the table from... You two? Us? Mrs. Smith, she hasn't forgotten about seeing us breaking into her room. I must speak with you in the connection. Now, please. Mrs. Smith, about what happened early this morning, I'm sorry. I- I'm sorry, too. My dear Stoutworth children, it is I who must apologize. But we're, we're the ones who are about to enter your room at inst- I judged you too hastily. When I saw you at my door, I assumed that you'd been snooping inside or attempting to steal my possessions. We didn't mean to do you any harm, Mrs. Smith. Please, we- my dear girl. I did not bring you here to ask for explanations, but to apologize. But... Nope. Close up your mouth. I won't hear a word of excuse. I know exactly what happened in that sleeper car, and I understand perfectly your point of view. You do? I do, young man. I am a mother myself. It has been a long time since my Theodore was your age, but I still remember. I know. This is a very long journey, and it is easy to get bored, especially at your age. Mr. Mallard, uh, the manager of this train, explained to me that you've been helping us on our journey and missing your parents. You need to be entertained. I am sure that you were just confused and a little lonely this morning. Still in the old sleep fog, I bet. So I picked up a set of jacks from one of the vendors on the platform in Ogden, just for you. Snake's alive! Thank you, Floofy! Paul! Thank you, Mrs. Smith. That is so kind of you, Mrs. Smith. Not at all, my dear. I know what it means to be a child. Now go on back into the lounge car and try out your new game of jacks. Happy to. I love playing jacks, and I left mine at home. Excellent! Now just stay out of trouble, you two. We will. I promise. Very good. Wow, did we get lucky. I thought for sure she was going to report us as thieves. She is such a kind lady. I can't believe it. Maybe she's throwing us off the scent, though. She could be trying to trick us. Maybe, Paul. But I don't think so. Come on, let's go back to the lounge. I see Mrs. Crocker. She and George are on the sofa with their backs to us. Good. Let's sit by the window and listen. Then we can try to ask people about the carpet bag. Look at these jacks, Edith. They're so shiny and clean. We'll have to think of a way to thank her for them. Mm Mm-hmm. Where does it talk about the night train, George? Third page. I see. Thank you, Georgie. We're on the third page? We were on the front cover just a few days ago. If Will Mallard could get his crew to get their act together for five minutes. I've decided to give up reading the news. I want to be grateful for the time I have aboard the night train, not wishing we were faster. That's all fine and good, Mrs. Smith, but I believe in keeping my word, and I... I... I promised alongside George Pullman that our sleeper train would be safe. Reliable and luxurious, and Will Mallard's blundering night train is none of those things. Rudy, you'll still have a job writing Pullman's advertisement when the night train has reached the end of the line. Isn't this an opportunity to stay loyal to him? 
Pullman will see how steadfast and loyal you are to him, even when the press has abandoned him. Oh, would you look at this headline, Rudy? Doesn't it just make your blood boil? I've read them all, Maddie. Not a single paper believes in the night train. If we win, they'll call it a fluke. We'll win the race at the price of our reputation. Oh, listen to this. The Wagner train proves that the classic sleeper is undeniably superior to Pullman's luxurious spin on the Wagner invention. Outrageous! Wagner Webster Wagner's Midnight Express is ten times more reliable. The night train appears to be catching up with its original schedule, but it will take a miracle for Pullman's night train to limp into Sacramento. Power doomed. Oh my, I miss the days when newspapers weren't so harsh. Don't you, Rudy? I miss the days before I met Will Mallard. Ah, how can I write about the glory and success of the American Railroad when the night train can't go 30 miles without an accident? How demanding. The constant rumble of the wheels on the tracks is destroying my nerves. I can't focus on my reading with all this racket. I've rode bumpier trains. Relax your joints, Professor. It'll help. I am a tenured professor, Mrs. Smith. My joints don't... Relax. Be glad you're not riding Wagner's Midnight Express, then. Those drivers hurtle around corners with abandon. The last time I rode with Wagner, I was certain I'd lose all my teeth. They were chattering that badly. Edith, can we start asking passengers about the carpet bag now? We need to find who owns the... Did you hear that? Kate Smith rode on the Wagner train before. Maybe you were right, and she is trying to sabotage us. Snake's alive! The last time you rode with Wagner, Mrs. Smith, did I hear that correctly? You ride Webster-Wagner sleeper trains? I think I was going to New York City to visit my brother-in-law on Wall Street. Or was it D.C.? Hmm, I can't quite recall. Do you... Have you rode with Wagner recently, Mrs. Smith? No need to look at me as if I'd suddenly grown a second head, Rudy. Well, I haven't ridden Wagner since 1872. I'm a Pullman lady now. Right. Well, <laughs> I, I am glad to hear it. Good morning. Is Mrs. Smith here? Right here. Right by the window. There was a telegram waiting for you at the Ogden station, Mrs. Smith. A telegram. I wonder if it's got... If it's got anything about lamb's tongue in it. Maybe the carpet bag was hers, too. I wonder what her telegram says. Yes. But how do we find that out? I should have read more detective books when I had the chance. Oh, Sam! Tell me honestly, do you think we'll make it to Sacramento safely from here? I'm confident all will be safe for the rest of the journey, Mrs. Crocker. But what about the accident, Sam? How about those? Yes, well, we cannot foresee everything, Mrs. Crocker. Barring another Angola horror... Oh, please, Sam. We don't need to hear another gloomy historical story. It could be worse, Mrs. Smith. Sam is right to turn to history for guidance in times of confusion. We could have derailed, caught fire, blown up, been attacked by Indians. We've just gone through the Great Plains, after all. In any case, barring another accident, we should arrive in Sacramento tomorrow afternoon. Enjoy the lounge car, everyone. Railway accidents are one thing. Sabotage and traitors leaking rumors to the press for a tip 
are another matter entirely. Sabotage? Didn't you hear the news barkers on the platform, Maddie? They were chattering all about it, saying these aren't accidents we've been having, but sabotage. Do you really put stock in those rumors, Rudy? We've had plenty of accidents in the past, This and- is sabotage. No Pullman train would operate like this. Mr. Ackerman, what are you talking about? Mary, Kate, Maddie, George. All of you passengers. I have something to reveal to you. Oh, what is it? I love surprises. Calm down, Maddie. We're all ears, Rudy. I am a Pullman spy. He's a spy? Is is he a detective like us? He's not like us at all, Paul. He doesn't want to protect Daddy. He just wants to protect the Pullman promise. Please, please, my friends. Calm down. I'll explain. I am one of George Pullman's network of spies. Private investigators, if you will. Not only am I the chief of George Pullman's advertising campaign, but I am entrusted with making sure the Pullman promise is enacted in every minuscule detail from the towels to the timetables aboard this train. Golly! Is he trying to solve the sabotage mystery too? And I know that there is foul play to investigate on the night train. We have been betrayed. How... How can you be sure? Haven't we just been unlucky? We were unlucky to have Will Mallard placed in charge of this beautiful train. He's... He has some unconventional methods of leadership that have allowed for a plot to go unnoticed. No, he can't blame Dad like that. He is definitely not on our detective team. Don't say anything in anger that you'll regret later. But no amount of Will Mallard's curiosities would account for these accidents. An avalanche in Iowa? An exploding boiler? I find myself agreeing forcefully and entirely with these sabotage rumors. These are no accidents. Accidents, they are sabotage. That's a bit drastic, isn't it? I mean, you don't have Do any evidence. Do you think Pullman operates his trains like this? Do you think Pullman's boilers just explode? This is sabotage, and I will know who leaked these sabotage rumors to the press. Leaking such rumors to the press is an act of betrayal. They sabotage the Pullman promise and threaten our entire company. I intend to get to the bottom of this. Here, here. And my investigation begins here. Tell me, Mrs. Smith, why did you switch from Wagner to Pullman? <laughs> Mr. Ackerman, surely you don't suspect one of us passengers to have anything to do with the accidents and delays? Sabotage, Mrs. Smith. Sabotage. And yes. I am distinctly open to that possibility. Wouldn't it be delightful for Wagner to have an inside man? A woman, Mrs. Smith. Who's feeding him information along the way? And now you're blaming Wagner? Ask yourself, George. Everyone, ask yourselves. Who 
would be sabotaging the Pullman trains. We are in the race of the century against Webster Wagner's train corporation. When glory and honor are at stake, do you think Wagner would resist the temptation to sabotage the night train? To derail it? Yes, I am again open to the possibility of blaming Wagner. Do I accuse them? Not yet. Do I suspect anyone in this car of plotting sabotage? Not yet. But I am open. Oh, my. And so I return to the question at hand. Mrs. Smith, why did you switch from Wagner's trains to the Pullman line? Because of the dining car. It's really quite simple, Rudy. I travel quite often and used to ride Wagner. Once I tried Pullman way back in 1872, I never went back. Pullman has a dining car. You don't have to run about at the stops to get food or bring a nasty sterno can or patronize the greasy vendors who pop up at the windows. It is much better for the digestion to ride on a Pullman. That sounds reasonable enough, Mrs. Smith. I should certainly hope so. Mm. And the rest of you, have any of you ever had any, any experiences with the Wagner Company? They are cheapskates who have no understanding of comfort or even a human creature's need for air while they're sleeping. Thank you, Mrs. Crocker. <laughs> And I know that you are above suspicion, Professor Dobydad. And I trust that our successful arrival in Sacramento will help your work of cataloging the success of Pullman's company and its leading role in the American railroad industry. Thank you for your trust, Rudy. I'm sure it will. I will, however, be conducting an investigation until the sabotage plot is uncovered. We are all on board a vessel which someone is determined to bring to a halt. Until we are in Sacramento, none of us are safe. If you learn anything that might be of use, no matter how small, bring it to my attention immediately. Oh, I will, Rudy. You can count on me. I'll look through my research files to see if there is anything in what I have compiled that might be of use. I appreciate your support, Professor. We have to get to the bottom of this before another sabotage happens. I'll be in my room if you need me. I agree with him on that part, Paul. Who could have told the newspaper men about the sabotages? No one knows about it but us and Harold and Rosie. I didn't know that George Pullman hired spies. Why does George Pullman need spies on his own train? He doesn't trust Anybody. Not even Daddy. Rudy, how do you plan to stop these sabotages? There's Mama. Paul, listen. By a systematic process of elimination, Miss Diamond, by careful conversation with each of you, we shall discover where there is a threat from inside the night train. And here is a list of every accident and delay we have experienced. By learning more about the passengers and crew and their experiences with the accidents and delays, we shall arrive at the truth soon enough. I see. <laughs> it's like a scene out of a novel. Rudy, you make me laugh. This is no laughing matter, Mrs. Smith. This is a matter of life and death, of victory or failure. 
And besides the passengers, Miss Diamond, we shall consider the sheet shakers, of course. I wouldn't put it past them leaking rumors to the press. They'll do anything for a tip. The porters? He, he just... He just accused the porters! Don't be daft, Rudy. The porters are excellent, upstanding gentlemen. And anyhow, there's no place for a, a porter at the Wagner Company. They would have no reason to sabotage this or any Pullman train. You don't know for certain how upstanding they are, Mrs. Smith. Even you two. The stoolworm children, right? We're the stout words, Mr. Ackman. Mr. Ackman, I think you're taking this a bit too far. Avalanches and broken bridges aren't unheard of on the railroads. Even I know that. But do you really think investigating those little children is necessary for this whole process? Miss Diamond, I am the Pullman expert here, thank you very much. Yes, the railroad may be dangerous, but Pullman is safe. These accidents are clearly the work of someone with a vendetta against the night train and Pullman himself, not to mention the sloppiness regarding how Will Mallard has run this train. People make mistakes, Rudy. She's right on that one. Pullman does not make mistakes, madam. Please excuse me while I chat with these Southworn children. Mind if I pull up a chair? How was your dinner? It was very tasty. Yep. Everything all right here? Yes, Porter. As well as can be expected on this train. Now, stout-worn children, Edith and Paul, is that right? Where are your parents? Harold's taking care of us. The Porter? You're on board without your parents? Where are your parents, Mr. Ackerman? Cheeky. Excuse me, Mr. Ackerman. I am taking care of these children, and it is time for them to get to bed. Ah, yes. Yes, of course. Very well, early bedtimes. Very prudent. Off you go. Sleep tight. Dream of hot chocolate with whipped cream in Pullman's Delmonico dining car. Good night, Mr. Ackerman. on walking, you two. Right on through that dead luggage car. Harold, do you know who told the newspapers about the sabotage? I don't, Edith. Snake's alive. We're never gonna stop the sabotages with Rudy Ackerman interfering. What happened with Rudy? Rudy Ackerman is a Pullman spy. He's interrogating all the passengers and the crew, too, because he believes the night train is being sabotaged. Hmm. A Pullman mole. I was wondering if there was one on board. And that's why he was asking about your parents. I guess so. Rudy Ackerman needs to mind his own business. We're the detectives helping Daddy. Aren't you glad he's trying to stop the sabotages too? No, Mr. Ackerman doesn't like Dad. He'll blame him and he doesn't have any of the clues we have. There's no way he can solve this mystery before we do. Well, what if you share your clues with him? With Rudy Ackerman? We can't do that, Harold. You didn't hear the way he talked to Dad when the bison stopped the train in Nebraska. He was furious. He's not going to help us protect Dad. He wants Dad to lose his job. We're the ones who are supposed to protect Dad. Yes, but Rudy is the detective who's paid by George Pullman. And with the news of the sabotage out there in the open, Rudy's going to be under more pressure than ever. What could Mr. Ackerman do that Paul and I and Mama can't? Maybe nothing. But that's not the way George Pullman sees it. Come on now. 
Let's get on through the connection and into that luggage car. You'll be safe and out of sight there. Okay. I'll go first. Snake's alive. It's cold out here. Keep moving, Edith. I don't need you turning into icicles in the middle of the connection. I'm going. I'm going. Wow, even the luggage car feels warm after being outside on the connection. I wish we had a stove in the luggage car. Curl on up underneath the blankets. You'll be warmed up in no time. Why don't they put a stove in here? Well, there's no point in keeping the luggage warm. <laughs> George Pullman isn't very hospitable towards stowaways. But you sleep here every night, Harold. You're not a stowaway like us. You're a porter. You belong on the night train. Why don't you have a stove so you don't turn into an icicle? Paul's right. The least they could do is put a little stove in the corner and some more windows so you can see the scenery outside. And lamps, like they have in the lounge car. It's way too dark in here. You should ask Mr. Pullman, Harold. I'm sure he would be no, happy Edith. to. No, Edith. There's no point in me asking Mr. Pullman. But, but... Listen to me. This isn't an oversight. It's purposeful. Mr. Pullman doesn't want me getting too comfortable. He believes that if the luggage car were too cozy a place to sleep, I wouldn't do my work as well. I'd get lazy and want to spend more time in bed. Where does Philip sleep then, Harold? Philip sleeps in the vestibule connection between the two sleepers. That's not even a room! It, it doesn't even have a door! I don't see why Daddy works for George Pullman. Oh, don't you misunderstand, young lady. I'm glad your father works on the night train. He's a good man who takes care of his employees and treats them with dignity. But why Pullman? Why don't you go work somewhere else? There is nowhere else, Paul. Webster Wagner would never hire me, even if I applied. Just one look is all it takes. Men like me have two good options when it comes to working up north. Pullman or Postal. There's a little saying in the railroad in the Pullman clubs. Abe Lincoln freed the slaves, and George Pullman hired them. Oh, Arthur told us that at the Pullman Club in Omaha. Being a Pullman porter is an honor. We are gentlemen. We get good work. We see the world and bring back stories, sights, and news, and opportunities to our loved ones. Like the paper drop we helped deliver. Exactly. I'm grateful for what I have. Though I do miss my family. Are you on the railroad a lot? Daddy is away from home a lot. Yes, Edith. I've been away from home for two months now. Aside from a few hours between routes to hug my girls. Two months? Why, Daddy has only ever gone two weeks at the most. Why do you go for so long, Harold? I don't have a choice. Either I get on that next train that needs a porter, or I lose my job. George Pullman likes to keep his porters busy. Keeps them responsible and reliable. He says, Could you get another job on the railroad? Like being a conductor? Yeah, you could have an office like Sanda's instead of sleeping in the luggage car. I will never be a conductor, Paul. But don't you want to be? Oh, I would love to be a conductor. But on the railroad, I will never be anything more than a Pullman porter. Oh. I'm sorry. Cheer up now. I heard you got to see your daddy today. Oh yes, we did. He found us hiding in the pillow cart because we were running away from the floofy lady after she discovered us about to go into her room. <laughs> he told me. He came and found me after the stop in Ogden. He thanked me for taking care of you. I'm glad you're the one that found us, Harold. 
Me too, Paul. It's been quite the adventure. We still got 600 miles to tell Sacramento. Do you think there will be more sabotage? I bet Wagner is going to try twice as hard to sabotage us so we can't make it to the end of the tracks. And they have to be on the train. We know it's one of the passengers who's behind it all. The carpet bag tele... <sighs> the carpet bag telegram proves that, but who is it, Harold? I don't know, Paul. I don't know. 600 miles to stop the sabotages and protect Daddy. We just have to make it all the way. You have to stay hopeful, Edith. We can do it. We have to. But we still have such an awful long way to go. Remember what your dad says. While there's still track, there's hope.